Welcome to Colorblind with your host, Shauna Brown. Let's get into it. Okay, y'all, this has hit the news stations. Alice Siebold apologizes to man for wrongly convicted of raping her. Oh, oh well, Shauna, what, what hell are you talking about? Who the hell is Alice Siebold? Here's the backstory. Okay, Alice Siebold is an American author. She is well known for writing the books Lucky and The Lovely Bones. This was well known to me when I was in high school. Like everybody was talking about it. It was really, really big. So she is from the Burbs of Philly whose family loved books. And she eventually went to attend Syracuse University at 18. At this school, this is where she experienced the event that would change her life. Where she was badly beaten and raped near the school. She made a detailed account in her book, Lucky, published in 1999, which I will not be reading here as it is very graphic. Months after the attack, though, she thought she saw her attacker walking down the street. This is what opened the floodgates in the prosecution of Mr. Anthony Broadwater in 1982. Let's go through the facts of the case. She identified a different man, which was suspect five, in a police lineup. But Mr. Broadwater was suspect four, but he was put through a trial and convicted. So that's, they just didn't care. They really didn't care. She even said that number four and five looked like twins, but she couldn't identify him from the first lineup. So the prosecution just decided, oh, why not? He's black. He probably did it anyways. Same old song and dance. Like, she could not even identify him in the first place, but they still went ahead and, and went through the trial and he ended up getting convicted and put in prison. She identified Mr. Broadwater in court, however, as her attacker which led to the charge of first degree rape plus five other charges. Uh, Mr. Broadwater then spent 16 years, uh, 16 in prison, plus another 23 years on the sex offender registry after he got out. It's crazy. He made appeals, he took polys, and even when they offered him parole, just to admit to the crime, he still didn't do it and would not admit it. You would think a guilty person probs would have taken the easy way out and took the possibility of parole because who wants to be sitting in jail guilty or not? No one. No one wants to be just sitting there, you know, twiddling their thumbs like, oh, 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 what? No, they want to get the hell out. It's prison. So Alice Siebel, she wrote this book in her 30s about the tragic event and didn't question while she was writing the book that uh, there were holes in the case. At 18 year old, at 18 years old, I get that you aren't really that matured yet, and especially while still dealing with the open wounds from the trauma. But to profit big millions years after telling your story, which is tragic, obviously, but you put the wrong guy in prison and made millions off the back of this poor, turned innocent black man. Uh, it's absolutely disgusting to know that she and the prosecution put the wrong man in prison for 16 years, plus 23 on the sex offender registry. 16 goddamn years. Like, Mr. Broadwater had to spend time wasting away for a crime he didn't even commit. I can't even imagine suffering that, you know, and the pure distrust in the law, the prosecution, it all that would let a person sit in prison and knowing that you didn't do the crime? Uh, I don't know. Like, how do you come back from that? 
Like, yes, you were innocent. Yes, you were convicted. But you're still surrounded by actual criminals. Who did commit those crimes? I can't even imagine what that's even like. What life you could have led or lived. You can't really look back now. You have to move forward. But it's still, you lost all of that time. <sighs> I would blame her, the prosecution, the judge, the justice system. Everyone involved messed this one up, right? For why? For money? For prestige? For a win? You should feel so proud of yourself for getting the wrong guy. Giving yourself an attaboy, a pat on the back. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Ashamed of yourselves. And of course, the media believes the white girl outcry. So if they say what happened, happened. Or they run with putting an innocent man in prison. They say, uh, I guess. Since all the parties involved, from the prosecution to the judge, said it was him. It was him, right? Because we believe everything that comes out of all the prosecutions and lineups and the judges and everything and Alice, we believe everything that these people are saying. We know that this man raped her. We know it to be true. And look what happened. Now he's an innocent man out of prison. I just, I don't know. I, I thought back then, like there was real investigators and media looking at all the facts before releasing a false story of a wrongly convicted man. I guess... I guess not. What What is even real anymore? Is media even real? Is what people say even real? I remember this uh, author, like, like I said earlier, in high school, and it was just such a big thing. Anyways, it blew up so much and became this major picture film. And like all books, it seems, you know, becomes from a book to a movie. Of course, the author is going to make bank not only on her book, but the film as well. So how did Mr. Broadwater get exonerated after all this time. It started with producer Timothy Muchasante, I think is how you say it. Uh, This guy wanted to make a movie adaptation to the book Lucky, hence the title. So he did some digging, some investigating, because you have to fact check before you can make it into a movie, right? And well, the case fell faster than the decision to convict Mr. Broadwater. He got to... He had to go and contact private investigators and defense lawyers and eventually Mr. Anthony Broadwater got his life back. After all this time and stigma attached, he got his life back. And you know, her public apology verbatim, I am sorry, most of all, for the fact that the life you could have led was unjustly robbed from you. And I know that no apology can change what happened to you and never will. I mean, that's not really enough. You, you put a guy in prison for multiple years and you made money off of it. It's not like you put a guy in prison that you maybe thought raped you and then didn't make money off of it. Like, yes, you're gonna deal with that trauma for the rest of your life. But on the other hand, she got money. So it makes it even worse that she got paid off of this. And yes, the trauma did happen to her. We understand, but you got the wrong guy. You just, there was too many leaking sieves up in this case, for real. It is absolutely disgusting to know that she put the wrong man in prison for 16 years and Mr. Broadwater had to spend wasting away for the crime he didn't commit. I can't even imagine the suffering and pure distrust in everyone. You know, I just, I can't imagine. How do you even come back from that? How, how do you, how do you live with knowing that you're innocent and you have to sit in prison knowing that you are innocent and there's nothing you could do. You you did the p- appeals. You even got offered parole, but you can't admit guilt when it's not there, right? I don't know. I hope he can live some type of life and enjoy what he's got left because you never can go back to what you lost. But 
you can always be grateful for the time that you have now. So I hope, I hope, I don't know. I don't know what's going to come after this. Like if he's going to take litigious action against her or what. But I don't even know, to be honest, I don't even know if they caught the real guy. So the real guy is, is still up and living up in the world. Uh, this, I don't, I didn't hear any news or any articles or anything saying if they actually caught the real guy. So he is still at large after all this time. Who knows what he's done? He could have just, you know, did that one crime and disappeared. We have no idea. So I'm hoping they can figure that out. And I think, oh, oh, I think I saw in one of the, either one of the prosecutions or something, one of the investigators say they may know who it is. Well, if you may know who it is, go get his ass. Like, are you kidding me? A guy sat in prison for not committing this crime. Go get this man off the street. I, <laughs> I'm done. I, I, I'm done. As always, I'm going to end this episode with a quote. I have learned over the years that when one's mind is made up, this diminishes fear. Knowing what must be done does away with fear. Rosa Parks. Okay, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today on my podcast, Colorblind. Stay tuned weekly and subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your shows. Follow us on Instagram at Colorblind Podcast. And I'll see you next week. Bye.